Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 23rd episode of the Insiders on Real Estate and Marketing. My name is Sandy Hibbert. I'm your host, and I'm with my luscious co-host, Mr. Mark Miller, wow. today. Hi. <laughs> How you doing? Well, I had to top what you said you had for breakfast this morning, so. Exactly. <laughs> we have a great show planned today. I'm super excited to be welcoming a, an old friend and colleague that I worked with a long time ago, and we did some great stuff together, Mr. Mike Brody the king of Keller Williams, Plano, and Keller Williams investor extraordinaire. So this guy is awesome. Uh, we're going to pick his brains about real estate, about building businesses, about the market. Uh, so get your pens and pads ready and take notes. Uh, we'll be digging deep into it here in just a few minutes. But first, let's get caught up with Mark. How you doing? Doing good. Yeah. yeah. Already in December. I can't believe it. I know. I mean, this is like our Christmas <clears throat> episode thing. So we should have had a tree and yeah. all that, but who has time? Yeah. You know? So we're starting to get the closing rush. Uh, yeah. Orders are slowing down a little bit, but that's yeah. a big expected. Yeah. Yeah. But the big rush, we do a lot of commercials, so we're getting a lot of uh, movement toward closing by year end. Oh, that's great. Uh, which is always strange for me because we're on a fiscal year. So, mm -hmm. so December is just December to me because mm -hmm. um, I've still got another quarter after that for my year for, yeah. for 2021. But all that being said, everybody else is rushing <laughs> to the closing. So, and all's good. We, uh, we've opened in Frisco. Uh, oh, that's fantastic. Uh, Frisco Village. We're really excited about that. The in and operating? Yeah, in and operating. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, Autumn Bain is heading that operation up for us. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's gonna, I'm excited about being in Frisco. That's cool. To that side. And then we're, we're probably within a month of closing on our title company down in Houston mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. and entering into that marketplace, mm -hmm. which I'm excited about as well. Wow. So, Wow. So busy. What's next? Things. What's after Houston? Uh, you know, you, then you just kind of uh, make sure you're solidified down there. I'll probably add a couple of branches, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, assess that. But I think there's a lot of transportability of business between Houston and, and mm -hmm. uh, Dallas. So kind of work that pathway. Uh, you know, I love watching you because when you took this gig, I remember you telling me you were going to do this. I remember mm -hmm. us having that conversation. Yeah. And it's so cool to see it all unfold and how hard you've worked in your team here from Dallas, but you know, expanding to all these places. You said you were gonna do this, I well, love it. The biggest question mark was, and Mike probably has a similar scenario of time, <laughs> do I have enough energy? <laughs> well, you established that clearly last yeah. episode that you were a but little I am, tired. I'm really excited, so that, that, that's a good no. part of it. That's so, awesome, yeah, that's so awesome. Good. So, good, good, good. Well, I'm excited about this show today. Yeah. So why don't you introduce Mike Absolutely. and uh, let's jump in and not waste any time on really, that. Doesn't need an introduction. No, he doesn't. The marketplace, that's the <laughs> He's equally humble to that he side. Is. But Mike's been a good friend of mine for Love Mike. over thirty years, at least at yeah. the business. At least, and, uh, yeah. at least, yeah. maybe back, maybe further than that. Yeah. I have to go back yeah. to maybe as far as Brody and Dillingham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we used to play, have a basketball team. Yeah, back when our Early knees 80s. were good. Yeah, and, and <laughs> our backs didn't hurt. We, we played some little uh, basketball together. But Mike is the broker uh, owner of Keller Williams Plano, mm -hmm. and we all know him for that. But he also has a massive amount of investment beyond that uh, nationally. I think that's what a lot of people don't know, is don't how involved know. he is with uh, Keller. He's in California and Hawaii with uh, 38 offices mm. there, over 6,000 agents, and then also in Maryland, D.C. with another 4,500 agents in that marketplace. So he's literally national, which is a great perspective to look at from our market there. Is I, I, I he's worldwide. California from a relocation <laughs> uh, standpoint. <clears throat> he's got more honors than he wants me to cover. Uh, but he is one of the most influ influential, in my opinion, uh, brokers in this industry. And, mm -hmm. But just out of curiosity, Mike, because I look down, I go down this list. <laughs> 
What what is the one thing that you either consider the greatest honor or that you enjoyed the most in service of all oh, those that, wow. that we uh, covered here? Uh, I'd say a, that's a great question, but it's a tough question. Well, I've never thought yeah, of it yeah. a, 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 that way. Uh, maybe receiving the Distinguished Service Award from the National Association of Realtors. They only uh, give two a year, up to two a year. There's that's uh, a big, the big one, the, the national one. one. Out of, yeah. out of yeah. a million now, million five, they allow <laughs> two people a year, and it's based not just on service at the for the National Association of Realtors, but also back to your state, and local, and mm -hmm. also in community. Mm -hmm. And out of all the qualified people, some of the others from Texas, names that many might know, um, uh, that preceded me from Texas were like Virginia Cook. Mm -hmm. Every holiday, I mean that's a that's a just a, to be in the same that's incredible. the same cad the cadre yeah. as some of those amazing yeah. uh, leaders and uh, was quite an honor. Yeah. What about when you were with uh, uh, chairman of the Texas Real Estate Commission? That's a that different role. It was a it was an honor to be uh, appointed by then Governor Bush. And, right. Uh, I served for seven years, four years as chairman. Yeah. Uh, at his privilege and. Uh, it was a great honor, but it was uh, it was a task. Yeah. And yeah. I learned, I enjoyed it. I, I was a great. Learned a lot. Is doing learned something a lot. like that a full time job? No, Is, no. No, we would meet about once every two months mm -hmm. for a day, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, they may they may meet a little bit more now mm -hmm. just because it's grown mm -hmm. uh, a number of realtors and or real estate agents actually they they're, they're <clears> all <throat> agents not just realtors, uh, so they probably have more issues to look mm -hmm. at. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you've been married to this industry. I mean, it's not been a side thing. It's not been something that you've yeah. just done for the money. You have actually invested in Dallas, yeah. North Texas, Texas, the, well, the whole a, United States real estate uh, industry. It's, it's, uh, I, I literally, I got licensed uh, just, uh, you know, 49 years ago this month. And I started in January. So in January will be 49 years. Is that right? And I tell people how I love change. I'm a big change agent. I love all the change that goes on. I said, <laughs> I've been in the same role, same business for 49 years. I've been married to the same woman for 49 years. I've been same house for 47 years and so but i love change right so, uh, it's, it's all good. well you know what that so, solidifies your life enough so that you can embrace change right i love that i love that and your son's with you uh son and son-in-law son-in-law okay top, uh, agents in yeah. uh, plano yeah. uh, nick mccoy and then tony brody is now uh, uh he's had a lot of roles and uh, he started in title yeah and then became an assistant uh, or team leader um yeah team leader at uh, dallas preston road which i founded uh, not under me, it, uh, there was under different leadership then. He did that for six years, went out on his own uh, and opened an office <clears> in <throat> Northern Virginia as a managed uh, owning partner. Uh, then he went to Austin to run a, uh, a large office there as the team leader for five years for the uh, president and COO of Keller Williams. Then he spent six years as a regional director in Northern California, and now he's the managing partner and a co-owner in Northern California and in Maryland, D.C. Awesome. So so he's in the business. It's It's a real... Uh, blessing and joy to, to mm -hmm. be close to my son and son-in-law. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a family absolutely. kind of business. Yeah. It, yeah. Is. Yeah. it is. It is. Well, when Mike uh, speaks, it's kind of like the old E.F. Hutton commercials. <laughs> uh, everybody listens. And <laughs> when, uh, and I've sat in on many training sessions. I've hosted at the Collin County Association of Realtors when he was a speaker. Everyone listens to what Mike has to say. And I thought, you know, we can cover a myriad of topics, but today I really wanted to drill in to kind of where we're headed in 2022 uh how you would how you approach the kind of that planning process mike and uh and certainly a comment too because 
in the last board meeting I sat in on uh, for CCAR, uh, Mary Alady talked about there's 175 new members a month joining, wow. and then you look at the the volume of agents that we have in the marketplace entering into it. So you've got seasoned people, new people, and all that. So it's kind of like, how do you plan? Yeah. Uh, there's two sides to that. How do you plan if you're seasoned and a veteran, and how do you plan if you're a new entrant mm -hmm. into the marketplace? So if if you if you kind of would pick out a kind of some details that you might focus on. <clears throat> like the bullet point side, maybe three of those or more, if you prefer. Mm -hmm. uh, kind of where, which, what would be a starting point on how to plan in this? Uh, well, first of all, I, I believe in the concept of it begin with the end in mind. Where do you want to be? What's your vision? Uh, but then you execute on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. So you think long, but you execute daily. Right. And there's uh, actually there's a book called I think the Twelve Week Year that's been popular the last. In it. And that book says instead of doing annual planning, not I'm not talking the five and ten year plan. But annual planning that you do it in quarters and so you work because it, let's just take right now we're, we're in late in the year and so we got a whole new calendar year coming up and mm -hmm. everybody's setting their plans for 2022 mm -hmm. and say third quarter of 2022 is going to look a lot different when we get there than it does now yeah, and so as so you get true. closer to it you might want to rethink your planning plan for that yeah. and then yeah. go ahead and get the plan in place but you update it every you know every three Very months or so. Very good, good so it's, advice. Uh, it's an interesting book, but mm -hmm. I really love the concept more than some of the details mm -hmm. of the book. But it's a great book, and it gets you thinking about uh, once you set a twelve month plan, particularly in today's world. Oh yeah, I mean you know, things change yeah, so yeah. quickly. Just think if you had set it in twenty twenty two, this is what we're going to do all year, no matter what. And then pandemic hits, yeah, and that just turned yeah. everything upside down, yeah. right? So that forced us into uh, like revisiting that. and more short term thinking, right? The twelve week year. Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's good. So, so I, I'd, I'd say that, and and I'd also say that uh, I believe that uh, how you say that you, you can do anything, but you can't do everything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. So pick out your anythings. Yeah, I love <laughs> and, that. And, and prioritize them, and just go, just just go execute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I did a video here recently about you can be on all the social media networks if you want to. But it's really better if you choose the one or two that you're really comfortable with and blow it up. Right. So same kind of a concept. Right. Be selective about what you're planning, about what you're going to jump into, because right. you can't be everywhere all the time, <clears throat> right? right? Yeah. Well, that, if, I, if I can just jump around a little bit. Um, of course. It, when I, we, uh, in fact, we're doing an orientation today for new agents uh, to our, our office, our market center. And uh, one of the things, if I get back in time, I would say, say to them is, uh, you're not whatever how big you're probably thinking big think bigger but start small you got to <laughs> master the small before you can begin marching toward the bigger mm -hmm. and then you can mm -hmm. add more smalls and master 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 and, and uh, for somebody new they need to master their database their contacts absolutely that they've got to own their database and yeah. make them uh, because you want to be the real because everybody everybody has a database whether it's a holiday or christmas card list that's uh -huh. a database mm -hmm. for uh, homeowner mm -hmm. right and we preach on about this preach on about this this is good and so uh and i will say that you want to be the realtor in their database not not only they you and they in your database but you want to be in their database you want to be because they probably have more than one realtor in their database right <laughs> i guarantee you and but you want to be the realtor mm -hmm. and so that you just start marching towards that what do you think is mm. a realistic manageable database because somebody could have 500 i mean would it well, really, i think it'll really work I, I would, i'm just gonna put an unlimited number it could be thousands and tens okay. of thousands yeah with all the crms <clears throat> and the management uh, tools we have today 
uh, doesn't mean you have to be nose to nose, belly to belly, or whatever, mm -hmm. uh, every day with everybody. There's other ways. There's so many ways to communicate now, whether it's through mm -hmm. uh, social media, which you're a master of, uh, and um, uh, just touch plans, all the electronic touches. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but you know, and particularly for the the key people, your top referrers, uh, yeah. when you are the realtor in their database, they're going to need a touch at some point. Mm -hmm. Now, touch touch is more than just a text. It's maybe an invite to something. It's a, maybe a call. Maybe it's just mm -hmm. a quick visit. It's a, a client part, what, whatever. They mm -hmm. still need a little bit of that. Mm -hmm. You're not going to do that for thousands, but you may, you have your platinum <clears throat> list. Mm -hmm. And um, I know when I was uh, really active in sale, I had a, a, I'd say a really strong database of about 800 to 1,000. My business partner Dick Dillingham had 4,500. We would debate over what, you know, which is better. Who's is most important? But <laughs> most successful. So out of the 800, I had a hundred that I know they knew absolutely knew my name, what I did. I've had probably had a transaction with them. There was some relationship. Out of the 800, those, those were my A's, mm -hmm. and I had like an A plus or a platinum list. It was eight people who are were absolute advocates, ambassadors. They would literally. If they're at a restaurant and they hear somebody talk about real estate over here, they don't know. They say, I know you're talking about real estate. I'm not, not eavesdropping, but you need to know Mike Brody. There you go. Wow. You, you yeah. want those kind of people, right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. and they, it's just like if you're a frequent traveler. So I'm an executive platinum on uh, American Airlines. Uh, they treat me differently than they do the occasional traveler. Me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, right. it's the yeah. same thing. No, so I get you it. Treat, I get you it. treat your best clients, customers, referrers, <clears throat> different, mm -hmm. right? You, you, mm -hmm. you nurture that, right? It, with, with, gratitude yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. you know just because you have 10,000 people in your list doesn't mean you're gonna communicate to all of them the same way right. which you touched on that and I think that's really important for agents to understand that segmenting their messages knowing their database know who's in your database and where they are in the pipeline right and then you can communicate with them right. properly yeah yeah um, so you're intaking new agents into KW Plano, mm -hmm. and you're seeing the market when we talked about the number that are coming in every month, but we also talked about the other end of that, and that is inventory. Mm -hmm. So how do you balance that <laughs> to plan be an encourager, and, and yet yeah. knowing that we just seem to still continue to have the same lock that we've got, and that's just there's only so many homes that are coming onto the market. Well, Sandy, Mark, this may help you get on headline news when I share this. We have a shortage of inventory. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's, uh, yeah, it's breaking news, I know. <laughs> it, uh, uh, I was looking at it last week, and right now we're approximately, as far as through the Netris the MLS system, we're at about 50% of what available listings were there a year ago. And by the way, last year was less than the year before. Last year was bad. Yeah. yeah. And oh my gosh. so we, that leads to an interesting dilemma is what's going on because we've got these low rates. Now we're, it was just on uh, news this morning. We're at the, we're ha having the highest inflation rate since 1982. So that's 40 years. Yeah. yeah. So prices are going like crazy. So there's like just a lot of um, interesting um, things being stirred in the economic pot right now mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and and so with it and I believe because of our lack of inventory and supply that we have a lot of sellers who want to sell but mm -hmm. they're if they're locked or they're prisoners in their own home because they don't know where to go yeah I, every week I hear I, I'd like to move but where will we go yeah what do we do no I get that you know? and so I uh, get that uh, and there's probably going to be a lag effect there, historically there 
there's a there's every week in the paper you're seeing there's this new subdivision coming with these thousands of homes coming everywhere from Denison to East Dallas to Salina or Prosper where Tarrant County everywhere so the supply is coming mm -hmm. so about the, and so it's coming so hard because it's so in demand but they were slow to go because they're still thinking of the last recession which is a long time ago now once we get the big supply if there's a shift guess what's going to happen we're going to have an oversupply so there'll be there'll be another turn you think I, that's going to happen oh uh, uh, yes absolutely I, yes and i don't know how severe yeah. or how soon yeah uh, i don't think it's imminent but it'll it'll happen and uh and so the the supply always lags lags behind the mm -hmm. demand. Mm -hmm. So if we're going up here, you know, supply is trying to catch up, and mm -hmm. we go like this, they're going to be sitting here with supply, mm -hmm. and it'll mm -hmm. be falling back down. So mm -hmm. it's just cycles, I and mean, it's been going on. For it's crazy, but then there decades. are still people right now that are priced out of their neighborhoods. They're pri they're they're growing out of their yeah. homes, and they don't know what to do. Yeah, and another uh, this is new information from uh, uh, Netris. Uh, all, all like 60 communities in the DFW area from Highland Park, Plank, you name it. They, they, it breaks it down to each one by price, uh, what the sell price to list price, and most of them are over, still over mm -hmm. 100, 205%, uh, particularly on the price point. However, it's interesting, last month, over the same month last year, okay, so November over November, is the number of units, and I looked at three more, I looked at Highland Park, Plano, and uh, uh, I think Frisco is okay. the number of units sold or closed in November were half what they were last year. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that's a trend yet, but so it's slugging. So the closings are slowing down. Mm -hmm. Prices are up 30 percent. Average mm -hmm. price in Plano was 370 last year. This mm -hmm. year it's 450. Mm -hmm. But it's half the units. Last well, come, month, well, come last on, month. guys. I mean, you yeah. got to get real about this stuff for yeah. for real people <clears throat> that don't have tons of money to. Mom and dad are both working hard. You got daycare. You can't afford to buy these houses. And then where are you going to go for schools? Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you've grown up in Richardson or you grew up in an area in Dallas, you don't want to put your kids in those schools. Well, Richardson schools are good, but in certain pockets, yeah. you know. I'm, I'm a DISD product, but go ahead. <laughs> grew up in East Dallas, but that's okay. Okay. No, I, I you know, yeah, I mean, I think it's just a real strain on young families, and I'm just curious as to. You know well, what's going to happen for them great that your people's homes are appreciating but so, what does that mean for people who need to buy a house great observations okay and so okay. go back to your earlier point do you think it'll really change so we're feeling this inflationary prices mm -hmm. just just in housing and everything gas food everything yeah. up 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 uh interest rates are still three percent inflation is you know what's going to do to interest rates they're going to start moving the rates up to slow everything down mm -hmm. so when they move the things right up rates up for those who choose to borrow which is 90 something percent of the market Right. Now it becomes even less affordable because prices have run to here. So that's when, that's when the equal. It's a little teeter. That's when it, that, yeah. That, yeah, you get yeah. on the teeter totter and it's going to flip. Yeah. So actually, homes are more affordable right now. Yes. You know, I, and I don't that. believe, and I actually don't believe people are buying on affordability. They're buying on payment. Right. Oh, absolutely. Well, they're Great buying point. the payment, not that. That's why they're paying whatever it takes. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, 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 yes. Absolutely. That's what all boils down to all of us, how we live. Yeah. You know. Well, and you've, you've still got the uh, a factor that's not we've not seen in several years now, and that's the foreclosure market. You know, where does that teeter in? Because that's always been some form of inventory yeah. mm -hmm. that's been out there for us. And how do you, uh, where's the potential? You don't see the, you know, I don't see the short sale coming back into significant play, but there are some agents out there that kind of use that as part of a planning right. to specialize right. in those kind of spaces. Well, uh, I, I, the for, you wouldn't think the foreclosures would come back uh, in a large way because 
if you've had a property, the equity's run up. Yep. You should have plenty mm -hmm, to get rid mm -hmm, of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, to, to sell even if it's under duress and still come out. So you don't think some people forecast it. Some say it's not going to be that bad. It, I, I don't know. That's I don't variable. Know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's, that's a variable. We've and the way that they're right. handling foreclosures <coughs> well, are a little bit different than they were in years past. They're going to do mods. Yeah. They're being encouraged to do that. Yeah. They want people to stay. foreclose because they know they've got the equity in the house. Yeah, true. So somewhere they're going to come out of that and be mm -hmm. interesting to see that mm -hmm. side. So, um, so Mike, when you're working with new agents coming in, we kind of talked about the plan and, and things like that, uh, shortage of housing. You talk about working on your database because that's where they've got to start. You know, they've got to start contacting people. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about social media? And what do you tell and how do you teach your new agents about diving into social media and websites and online stuff? How much do you want them to be involved in that stuff? And how much do you want them to be involved in nose-to-nose -nose communication? Well, we, we absolutely believe in it. In fact, we have a full-time employee who's a tech trainer. Mm -hmm. And he does the social platform. Is it still... My? No, it's Eddie. Eddie Ed, is a new guy. He's, I don't think I've met Eddie. Fantastic, okay. agents, loving, and it's everything. Everything tech. Okay, mm -hmm. learning how to turn that on to all the other. Some agents need to all learn apps, that. Believe all the apps and CRM. <laughs> We've got our own CRM, and some people you you choose to use others. That's okay, but he takes them into the social media, and it, I think a lot of you you tell me to me it depends on who you are or what whether you're a millennial or wherever you are. So somebody who's a baby boomer is probably using different social media. We're using the old boring stuff like Facebook, right? And then you got I don't do Instagram. I've got a Twitter account, but mm -hmm. I don't use, I, I look every now and then. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of a voyeur. Mm -hmm. What are they saying? But I never, I never hang <laughs> on there. Mike and is probably searching you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, don't even, Mark, you want to tell us about TikTok? <laughs> so, uh, I'm not dancing around TikTok. No, they're, they're, you're right. I mean, that, that's so a good point. So it kind of depends yeah. on the age. Right, right. And, and, and my, what you want to convey if you're in social media as well. True. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. You know, different platforms allow you to do different things and communicate in different ways with your prospects, but they, they still got to be there, right? I mean, you think they need to be on social media? Yes. Yeah, but the website yes. is not necessarily anymore the calling card. No. That kind of was the calling card. Yeah, I think websites. Uh, I've got one, and I think it's just uh, competitive parity. Because when I got it, it was <laughs> like that was the thing to do, and everybody else was getting one, so I better have one too. Right. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. don't see it as, as a business driver. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, I've got the domain name, so you know it's Mike at MikeBrody.com, which that's my, you know so. And that's going to rush her back to my website, which there's not much there other than what you have introduced. Well, it, yeah, your 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 information. Yeah, so, uh, <clears throat> so I I don't know that it's the. I, I don't think it's the driver mm -hmm. of the business. Mm -hmm. Because they've still got to get out right. and get front right. and face front with right. people. Right. And I think that is. Uh, You're not going to have a seller, and uh, I, I don't do. Many tra I do a few transactions and they're usually high end. And if somebody says, "Don't give me to one of your agents; it's got to be one of those," which keeps me in touch with the market. But they don't ever say, "So tell me about your website." <laughs> <laughs> they're going to say, "What are you going to do mm -hmm. with social? Where are you, are you, Zillow, Realtor.com, mm -hmm. all those things, which we yeah. can talk about." They're, I, I no longer say, "And and I'm going to put you on my website because mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. that's a throwaway." Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. right. I kind of look at that at marketing for for real estate agents as. Uh, you know, if you're setting a table and you've got all the accoutrement to eat your dinner, or if you're in a kitchen and you're a cook, you've got all of those things 
little special tools, little special things that you need to add the finesse. And I think that social media and a website and all that is, is great in this pocket over here. If you already have a foundation of a customer database or a prospect database that you are prospecting. You can do online prospecting on Facebook and whatever, but you can do the leads. But my experience and what I've seen is that so much of that is challenging because you get a lot of junk. Yeah. Whereas if I go and speak at a chamber meeting, if I go and speak at a lunch and learn, if I go and speak at my networking group, I can promise you that I will walk away with cards in my hands. I will shake people's hands. I will get to know people and I'll get a client. Yeah. I promise you every single time that I do it. I think that's so important. And I think in the days of COVID, we've all been behind this computer, you know, for the last 18 months to two years. And, and new people might be coming out of that hole a little bit scared about what to do. And so they might have to have a little bit of a push on how to get out in, in, in front of people to meet people. But I do think you still need to have this batch of marketing koozies right. over here. I think well, that's important. It's all important. part of the toolbox. It is. It's you don't have to use toolbox. all the tools, but exactly. you to have a tool every now and then. Exactly. Oh, I need that one today, so I'll go yeah. get that, whatever yeah. your toolbox yeah. is. And to your point, Sandy, of sp speaking in front of groups, no question. Right? Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of my career was built. I used to do some, uh, as part of a training program nationally for high-end, for high-producing agents. And mm -hmm. there's no question that's helped, helped build my career mm -hmm. because of the visibility, the referrals, recommended, you know, other recommendation of other people. But even as simple as, uh, I tried at least twice a week to have lunch at my golf club in mm -hmm. the men's grill. There's no, just, and, and there's maybe usually a large round table, maybe six or eight people there. I don't wear a name badge, they they know mm -hmm. what I do. And I never bring up real estate, but real estate always comes up. <laughs> They'll say, hey Mark, and here's the question, they ask in China, I've been there. They've asked in Poland, I've been there. They've asked all of, everywhere you go, how's the market? Mm -hmm. And so we know that question's coming. And so we should have a great answer. So you better know. You better have a great, <laughs> a compelling answer because mm -hmm. that, that enhances your chance that they're going, wow, he, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he's like the local real estate economist of choice. Mm -hmm. He knows his stuff or she knows mm -hmm. her stuff. Mm -hmm. And that raises your validity and the more likely that they'll, they'll call you. That's mm -hmm. almost like your prepared elevator speech. You know, they're going to say, what's my ask you? What do you do? Yeah. yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be ready to talk. Yeah. yeah I think you have to stuff. specialize if you're going to be in real estate. Uh, you have to specialize in real estate. I mean, that sounds like a, a duh thing to say, but think about the realtors or the real estate agents that you have come across that did not specialize in real estate. They didn't know. They didn't know the neighborhoods. They didn't know the schools. They didn't know the parks. You know, I want a realtor who's going to know the parks know the neighborhoods, no, going to know where the high lines are because I don't want a house under a high line and I don't want a, a house across the street from a school, you know, but if you don't have a realtor that's versed in that community like that, yeah. um, that is a strike against them. So I think that, that getting out in front of uh, the people with your expertise yeah, is so I've, important. I've trained on is, and I'm going to make it real simple. Earlier I said, uh, think big, but start, start small and, mm -hmm, and master mm -hmm. small. Let's say you're going to pick a neighborhood to to geographically find. That means where you're going to send materials, sponsor the the school information book or website, home HOAs, uh, whatever. You know, first own your street or, or section oh, yeah. of it. Own your street, mm -hmm. then own the subdivision, mm -hmm. and then go get another subdivision. Mm -hmm. And so and you just build on top, blocks mm -hmm. on top of blocks. Mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely, and no one's better at 
teaching that than you. Well, you're kind. Because <laughs> you've done that in your business. <laughs> you know, you have. Yeah. Well, guys, we're out of time. So uh, I'm really interested to dig into our three takeaways. And these are the three things that we want to leave with our audience today. Uh, Mike, I'm going to give you a few minutes to think about it while Mark goes first and jumps in. Uh, well, I, I, you know, obviously I'd say the, regardless of your industry, you got to have a plan. And I, mm -hmm. I like the fact what Mike talks about of not looking too far out because this world that we're living in, I just don't think you can. Yeah. Uh, I'd almost have to be reviewing that on a monthly basis to that side. Uh, but with that plan, I think you have to make sure you're also putting in perspective about a budget for that plan mm -hmm. that you're going to implement. So I kind of say the second thing is think about a budget because mm -hmm. what are you going to do in that? And then just kind of look at the market. And I kind of use the old SWOT, S-W-O-T, which is strength, weakness, opportunities, and threats. And kind of analyze based on what you're developing in your plan what, what circumstances that you don't control may come into play. Mm -hmm. Uh, and measure that against your plan as well. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but you got a plan, and and I think what we've also said in here is you've got to know your content. Mm -hmm. Whatever you're doing, your expertise is what is most important. That's conveyed to you have that opportunity of interaction, yeah. not as much about what you did on the social media side and you posted where the best places to go for fireworks in July. It's more about when you get that opportunity to get in a conversation and really uh, understand what they're pains are and try to address those and be your, the source of knowledge in real estate. That's, mm -hmm. that, I think that's what's going to make the difference to that. So those are my kind of my takeaways. From excellent. This. Excellent. Mike? Oh, okay. Um, uh, two or three. Three would be, uh, as I said earlier, think bigger, but, mm -hmm. but, but uh, think bigger but act daily, right? Second would be is uh, who you're in business with is important. And um, I, I asked a very uh, person I have great respect for. I actually consider him some of a mentor, an author and speaker named John, a pastor named Dr. John Maxwell. And I was in a small group meeting with him after he gave a speech to thousands. And uh, one of the people in the meeting asked him, said, "How do you decide who do you have? How do you decide who you get in business with?" And I think they were talking like like really getting business, financial, you know, partnerships. He said, "I do." He said, "I call it my four C's." He said, first character." Are they of good character? Not are they a character? Are they of good character? <laughs> uh, second is are they their competency? Uh, the f third C is creativity. Can they bring something that I don't have? I need that. And and then, so I'm going like yeah yeah yeah. And then the fourth one, which was like you know slap, I could have had a V8 right whatever, <laughs> is the fourth one was chemistry. Mm. You need to be in business with people that you like, you enjoy being with you. You're going to get along. You're going to love each other. Good through good and bad just that, that chemistry is, is critical those forces so that was a great lesson for me so who you're in business with matters and i say that um there's a lot of great choices i, I have great respect for all my competition mm -hmm. I, I i respect them all and uh and i'm friends with most i think uh, it's, it's certainly well agents but certainly at the broker level and then the third would be um and i just heard this recently from gary keller and uh we always heard or i've always we've used or heard you know um Go to where the puck's going to be. Wayne Gretzky's, you know, I don't <laughs> skate to where the puck is. I skate to where it's going to be. So oh, I got a better chance to make the score. Cool. I've heard that for three decades, right? <laughs> and Gary Keller said to a, a small group of us recently, he said, just be the puck. <laughs> 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 don't skate to the puck. Be the puck. Make everybody come, come, come to you. To you right? Oh, I, I thought, love wow. that. So that changes. That's a, that's a, that was right. a mindset, mind shift for yeah, me, right? Yeah. And, and you certainly would want to be the puck and title, right? Yeah. You, you are a puck. I mean. 
that's that's a good thing. I right? love so, that. So yeah. anyway, so I just want to thank you. It's it's, been, it's an honor and privilege to be asked. I'm glad to know I'm as high as 23rd on your list, but that's okay. <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> but you're uh, you're both such uh, respected. Uh, dear longtime friends and so oh, this is this thank, thank, thank you for the compliment thank you for, compliment. Yeah, thank you for joining yeah. us thank you yeah. for joining us um my three takeaways are ditto and ditto but for the year i want to leave you with this thought time money and imagination oh. is what i think you need when you're putting your marketing plan your business plan together how you're working i think the uh, 12 day week is that it <laughs> 12 week year 12 week year mm -hmm. is so brilliant i'm going to Remember that, I'm gonna remember it correctly. Um, so you've gotta be able to pivot when you need to, but spending the time on your business, knowing what your budget is, and then being creative, having that chemistry, that creativity, that imagination, time, money, imagination, to be able to put it together. I've known so many people that would jump into a program and they didn't have time to do it, they didn't have the money to sustain it, and they had no clue how to do it. So time, money, imagination, taking it into 2022 to develop marketing plans, business plans uh, that will work for your business, that you can wrap your mind around, sink your teeth in, and be the puck. <laughs> I love that. Oh, so Merry Christmas, you guys. Thank Happy you. New Year. Yeah. Uh, Mark and I will be back with you in January celebrating a brand new year of the Insiders on Real Estate and Marketing. Until then, happy holidays. We love you guys. Be at peace. Bye. Ciao. 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 Bye-bye.